This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody, welcome to another thrilling episode of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray, and sitting across the virtual table from me is a guy that's taking a break from writing his Jar Jar Binks origin screenplay, Mr. John Irons. How are you, sir? (laughs) That's not cool, man. (laughs) It's not... You know, you say a lot of funny stuff at the beginning, you like different things, that's funny, that's fine, like I'm I'm cool, it's all ha-ha, that's not funny. (laughs) But we have to know Jar Jar's or no, no, we really don't. Okay, and uh, and also joining us on the mic today is Rick. How are you? And I'll not rock. I'm fine. <laughs> and since tonight we're playing uh, Sci Fighters, I thought we would invite the guy who introduced introduced us to the game, Mr. Joe Crow. How are you, sir? Yay! What's happening? I am uh, waiting on the Jar Jar Binks screenplay. <laughs> Jar Jar will just have to be defeated in a game of side fighters. He probably already has. Actually, I think he won. <laughs> he won one of the matches that we played at uh, Magic City Con. A couple yes, years ago. he did. <laughs> uh, before we get into side fighters, I wanted to bring a couple of things up real quick. Uh, which, have any of you guys seen the movie Bright? I watched it. Not no. yet. Dang it. Yeah, it came out on Netflix on. Well, I mean, this show come, this show won't come out until the end of January, but it came out December 22nd, and uh, immediately critics started bashing on it. I watched it, and it is a good movie. I liked it a lot. So, the critics can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think, John? I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I, 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 I was confused as well by negative reviews. Um... I mean, it was it wasn't you know it's not Shakespeare, it was it was a it was a good action fantasy flick. Yeah, I don't know what they were expecting. I mean, well, like... I, <laughs> I I I, uh, I didn't read any uh, like you know I don't read like really reviews, uh, but you know I'm just seeing like a lot of negative. This isn't good. This isn't this kind of sucks. So I, but I didn't. To be fair, I didn't read the articles because I don't want spoilers about what they didn't like about it necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I still haven't read the article, but I'm getting the sense that, uh, just from some Twitter commentary that I guess the guy who wrote it is, um, 
one of the uh, Hollywood executives swept up in like who had sexual allegations made against him. Oh, so, so, and I didn't so, realize that. Yeah, see, and I don't know if that because again, I didn't. I guess I can go and read them now. I don't know. Well, I know it's got on, it, but. on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is thirty percent. Ouch. The, the audience score is eighty nine. Yeah, it was not that bad. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't even. I don't. Yeah, I'll have to. I, I can actually read the articles now. I'll, I'll read and see what they what they hated about it, and yeah, it kind which of, I agree or disagree. <laughs> I mean it. It kind of reminded me a lot. A lot of uh, Rick. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. Okay, I want it to. Kind of, it kind of reminded me of Alienation a little bit because it kind of had that that deal where you've got the human cop and his uh, his partner is experiencing a lot of aggression from other people because he's different. In this case, he's an orc. In Alienation, you know, he was an alien. You know, so it's uh, but it was good. It kind of reminded me more less like a like an actual film and more like we were watching the pilot to a series. Uh, if it yeah. if it wasn't if it wasn't Will Smith, I would think that they were going to lead it into a series. But I don't I don't see Will Smith doing a Netflix TV series. But I could see yeah. him doing like a series of films or like a franchise or something like that. I, I agree. I mean, they definitely set up this this world, um, and, that, and that was one of the things I liked about it. They, I mean, they had a lot of exposition to get to, and, and they and it wasn't tedious. Like they they. It was uh, things were revealed in in a fairly organic manner. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not like it's not like. I mean, well, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it, but it, it was it was. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was well done. I thought it was well yeah. done. Um, and and they are definitely. I wouldn't mind if they did like one movie a year. If they basically if they if they did like the the BBC Sherlock method. Where you know it's just a few hours, um, and that's like the season. Yeah, um, and I can I can see Will Smith doing that because yeah, you know, like I said, it's basically a movie a year. I can see that. Yeah, and it, I mean, it took them a long time to get this one out because the, I saw the first trailer that they released for this movie came out last Christmas, and then it didn't come out. They didn't release it until this Christmas. So uh, I don't know. It was good. I liked it. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna. It's not a five star movie or anything like that. It was entertaining. It was interesting. The the world that they built. Because li- listeners, if you haven't heard of this movie, it's it's basically a buddy cop story, but um, they live in a world where fantasy creatures coexist with humans. So you've got fairies flying around, and you've got orcs and elves and all that kind of stuff. You know, recommend. Uh, just <laughs> love. I just. Just for giggles, I, I googled why don't critics like Bright and the uh, first four headlines. Netflix is Bright is a terrible movie, so please don't watch it from Forbes. <laughs> uh, Bright Netflix movie reviews. Will Smith can't save the awful movie. Uh, Netflix first blockbuster is the worst movie of 2017. What? <laughs> uh, That's the dumbest <laughs> headline ever. Yeah. Yeah, most of the, criti- most of the critics' uh, articles that I'm seeing – they don't give any actual criticism other than bright as a mess. You know, uh, I feel bad for Will Smith, you know, that kind of thing. So, so they, yeah, they, just, I, they just can't get behind the concept. I don't, I don't know what they're dealing. I mean, cause it, they don't, 
they don't, I mean, I guess you have to click on these to see the entire article, but they're just showing the first couple of lines from their article. And is finally a, a high fantasy, high, finally high fantasy for the sunglasses on the back of the headset. <laughs> An absolute what? mess. Uh, Dark marks uh, yet another career low for star Will Smith, who has arguably appeared in the worst movie of the year for the last five years. <laughs> what? That is no, not even close. <laughs> poor, poor Will Smith. So they, they're basically saying that every movie that he comes out with is the worst movie of that year. <laughs> No, no hate for Adam Sandler. Come on, <laughs> yeah, <baby>. really. <laughs> Give All that right. man some credit for okay, making be- awful movies. <laughs> Before we move on, I've just got to read this one sentence. Okay. Uh, in, uh, Brian Ayer or David Ayer, who is the director of the film, who also directed Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. so that might explain some of the animosity. Uh, Air to his credit, didn't remain quiet in the face of the film's bad PR. In response to Ehrlich's claim that Bright is, quote, so profoundly awful that Republicans will probably try to pass it into law over the Christmas break, <laughs> unquote. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention. I forgot okay. to mention. I was like, uh, what the, I'm checking my <laughs> I forgot to mention John got me a uh, got me a Christmas present. <laughs> oh. I have a like button and a dislike button. So when you press the like button, you get things like I'll be most liking that. <laughs> oh, God. And when you press nice. the you press the dislike button, you get things like That's a huge thumbs down. <laughs> so uh, so I'll be using those throughout the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Seemed like a good idea at the time. All right, let's move into Sci Fighters. I'm going to turn it over to John because he has assembled our uh, combatants. Yeah, I've got some. I got some. uh, I got some options. Let's let's see. Let's do. Should we explain how the game works? If this is folks, no. No, it's 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 um so Sci Fighters is is uh basically uh you know it's it's the game that you play when you're a kid who would win in a fight between this fictional person and that fictional person. And that's uh basically it. And they're always themed. And I'm debating I'm debating debating is when you're debating and deciding at the same time. So that's what happened. I love debating. Uh, line. Yeah. <laughs> Between uh, Joe introduced us to this game uh, about a year and a half ago, and uh, we got addicted to it pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very pleased to hear that. We in, in in live action at conventions, we've done Star Trek versus Star Wars a couple of times, and we've done uh, Harry Potter versus Star Wars, which was won by Hermione uh, against, <laughs> I believe, Palpatine at the end. Uh, and, um, let's see, we did, um, the very first one we did at Dragon Con, uh, was, uh, just sci-fi vehicles, which ended up, uh, with, uh, the Batmobile from 1966 won that, I think. That may not be true. And, um, this last year we did, um, Creepy and Kooky versus Mysterious and Spooky. Oh, no. So it was... (laughs) Monster investigators against monsters, and uh, I believe that uh, Gomez Adams may have won that. 
as he should. <laughs> I, I would love to hear that one actually. I feel like we got it recorded. I, I got I got to send out links. By the way, Joe, I just want to tell you, you might get you might get a kick out of this. Um, the the time I met you uh, was one of the times when you were giving out ugly dice. Yes, you and your daughter, and I got this wonderful ten sided uh, red with black speckles on it. And I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But I keep it I keep it right here on my desk. And my daughter, my six year old, frequently she'll come out here, especially if she's trying to stall uh, for going to bed, uh, and she'll <laughs> she'll just want to she'll just want to play. Whoever rolls the highest number wins. And of yeah. course she's she's really good at giving it that little flick. Or that's a nine. <laughs> no, honey, that's a six. No, it's oh, all right. <laughs> but she loves this thing. She keeps trying to take it. And I keep nope. You're not getting. She's taking all of my toys and a lot of my dice, but she's not getting this one. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I I love it. It was just uh, we um, me me and the kid have collected dice, and we thought, you know what? Let's share the love. <laughs> so there it went. Awesome. Okay, well, in light of uh, the recent uh, purchase of various Fox characters by the Disney Corporation, reabsorbing them into the Marvel Universe, a.k.a. the ever-congoing conglomerate glob that is the uh, Disney Empire, we will do Fox characters versus Disney characters. So, um, a couple of um, explanation on this. Um, when I say Fox, I am including characters from uh, 20th Century Fox films and television shows. Um, some of these characters were Fox and are now uh, owned by Disney, in which case I will specify which version... I'm yeah, referring to Star, Star Wars characters. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as, as we do more of these, I, I try not to reuse characters. So as we do more of these, it's getting tougher, tougher to, yeah. <laughs> to navigate the garden. Um, but I uh, think this should be interesting. And um, how, how are we doing this? I'll, I'll assign a, a battle to each of you, I guess. And we'll take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Okay, um, then Rick. Hello. Um, the Fox Television show The Green Hornet featured a ass-kicking Asian named Kato. Mm-hmm. Who would win in a fight between Kato, aka uh, Bruce Lee from The Green Hornet, versus Disney character Mulan? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I'm assuming you've seen the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's been on a lot. Well, I've heard it more than I've seen it. Um, <laughs> oh wow, that's a toughie. Um, I mean, I, I've, I've really never saw the old green hornet series uh pretty much my total exposure to it was their guest appearance on batman yeah i'm the same way i never saw the series i just saw that crossover um, i'll take that crossover and make him beat robin and you're pretty much there uh, yeah 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 
I mean, he, in in the Green Hornet show, Bruce Lee basically played himself, <laughs> which, okay, yeah. which is which, <laughs> which is a, a master of 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 hurting people badly. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to remember if Mulan was was she was more of a, a strategist and a and a. Uh, an organizer and getting the army to behave itself and, and go where it should and do what it should. So I think that without an army behind her or in front of her or around her, uh, I think just in a, a one-to-one battle, Cato ha- has got it hands down. Okay. I Comments. tend to agree with that, yeah. And I'm just going by, I have not seen Mulan since it was released on video. was about 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the basic outline, but uh, but from what I remember, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say if it was just a one-on-one fight in the Thunderdome, uh, it'd have to be Kato. All right. Kato. Uh, Joe. Yes. From that classic Kato. 80... <laughs> Always Kato. Uh, from that Kato. classic... Uh, that classic 80s show, which I did not realize was Fox. I, I, I had to do some Googling on this. Uh, the Fall Guy. Oh, God. <laughs> Lee Majors. Versus the beloved character, Tigger. <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever in the world <laughs> oh my gosh thought you'd appreciate that one. Oh, so oh this may be a question i've been waiting on my whole life um <laughs> well that, that, that this is tough because uh tiggers are gosh t- tiggers or, I'm trying to think of the song. Tiggers are wonderful. The wonderful thing about Tiggers is, is Tiggers are wonderful things. <laughs> are wonderful things, exactly. And uh, the Fall Guy was, he was the unknown stuntman, but that doesn't mean that he was the greatest of the stuntmen. He was just a working day, uh, 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 a, uh, he was just a regular old sap who just went to work and then took a bathtub and a, Took a bath in a giant tin tub at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> gosh, he's not the kind to kiss and tell, though. Let me think. It's <laughs> <laughs> an unexpected direction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gosh, um, I'm going to have to say that Tigger having the boundless enthusiasm is going to push him through whatever conflict would result from uh, the fall guy, because the fall guy being a, 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 he, he was good at, uh, yeah, he was good at um, the, he was good at the fighting and the barroom brawling and that kind of thing. But he was also just uh uh, like if like he 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 would understand. Okay, if I'm if I've lost, that he he would he would just uh, he would leave the bar. If there's a barroom <laughs> brawl that he cannot win, he would just leave. Uh, so I think 
I think I'm going with Tigger because <laughs> of like he he's he has he's like the opposite of Eeyore. He, he was he would uh, he he would not be he would not give up in a conflict. He would literally so he not would, know uh, to quit. <laughs> exactly. So basically, um, Lee Majors, this burly, grizzled dude, is trying to defeat a type made of kinetic energy, basically. And <laughs> he, he would just get tired. He would just get tired and want to go home and sit in the bathtub. Henceforth, <laughs> my vote is Tigger. I like it. <laughs> Here's a little piece of uh, trivia for you. <laughs> you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, they were making a movie out of every old TV show that they could. You know, Now they just make them into new TV shows. But uh, mm-hmm. they were going to make a film of the Fall Guy. Do you know who was go- who was going to be the main character? You know who the actor was going to be in that in that film? Will Smith. No, it was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and it never happened. That would have been terrible. It may still happen. Are, are, are you sh- wait, Are you sure that you got you got you didn't get your wires crossed? Because I know Jim Carrey was for a while trying to get a six million dollar man movie going with him in the lead. Yeah, he was doing that too. Oh, he was doing <laughs> both. That I could see. Yeah. I could actually see they, him with the $6 both... million man more than the Fall Guy. The $6 million man film is still kind of floating out there that it's going to happen. It's not going to be Jim Carrey. He's too old now. But um but yeah, he was trying to he was trying to do both at at, at one time and they I'm both so failed. glad it didn't happen. I hate Jim Carrey so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Sean yeah, here's, yeah, here's one for you. All right, here we go. Uh, this is unusual in that I'm I'm sticking these two characters together. Usually, you you fight on your own, but they're too much of a team to separate them. So Mulder and Scully, okay, for Fox versus uh, Benjamin Gates from National Treasure. Oh, is that that's the Nicolas Cage character? That's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Oh. I'm thinking. I'm. I mean, I want to lean towards Mulder and Scully just because I think that if they put their heads together, they can. I don't know because sometimes they don't. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on which yeah, season they, you're they, talking they, about. <laughs> they do not have a hundred percent track record. Yeah, it depends on yeah, which they, season you're talking they about. They have they have a, a record of almost dying every. <laughs> single time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if lots if of episodes about... ended up with them being carted off in an ambulance. <laughs> if you're talking about season two or three, I'd go with uh, Mulder and Scully. If you're talking about season like last year, <laughs> so sure. Well, I, I think um, you know, last year's you know adds what, th- twenty years to them. We're not we're not going to do last year, but I would. You got to I mean, th- think the, of them in their one prime. of the original series. Yeah, in their prime. But like season four or five, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards Mulder and Scully because, I mean, I know I've seen the National Treasure movies. I don't remember a whole lot about what was uh, what was he before he got involved in was he he wasn't like Indiana Jones the whole time. Right. Didn't he like fall into that? He was (laughs) like he, he was just like some 
He was a, he was a um, an artifact hunter. Okay, so he was like Indiana Jones the whole time. So. But but he wasn't like a teacher. Every everyone thought he was a like, thought he was a loon. Like yeah. he like when when he went to the um, in the first movie when he went to the authorities, they thought, oh, here's this guy. Oh, so look, look who he is. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um. I think I'm going to lean towards Mulder and Scully just because the, with them with them teaming up, they usually get things done. <laughs> usually, not every time, but uh, I I think for a one-off, if you team them up, I think they'd probably be able to uh, take him out, take him down, do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say take that's, him out. I don't want to think of him killing him or whatever. But <laughs> that's very Jeff Goldblum of you. Right. Take, take, take him out. Do do your thing. Just. Uh... Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Rick. Hello. Uh <laughs> uh representing Disney, um Demigod Maui from Moana. Uh-huh. Representing Fox, uh once again that nigh forgotten eighties classic Manimal. Oh, oh god. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you didn't give me that one. Hey, I, I understand why you wouldn't give I, me that one. I would like you to I'm, replay the tape where you just said the one that I gave you was the best competition you ever heard. <laughs> the, uh, uh, agreed, but uh, I'm I'm uh, hopelessly biased in in this case. I just <laughs> recorded uh, just for fun. Well, it wasn't for fun. It was for serious. I recorded a thing. Hello? Is Joe going out to anyone else? Is that just me? No, he just dropped out. Yeah, he cut out. He's still there. There you are. Two days ago. We we lost you for a minute. Yeah, yeah, you lost lost you for a second. You said you recorded and then you dropped out. (laughs) Are you there? Yes. Okay. (laughs) We didn't hear what you said you recorded. You said you recorded and then it dropped out. Oh, okay. I recorded a comedy sketch for my Dragon Con track two days ago called Manimal Saves Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would and be happy to pass this on to Joe if you'd like, because... Uh, maybe I should recuse myself. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, well, I have... Aside from the fact of it being a punchline through most of my teens, I never saw an episode of Manimal. So, oh, other right. than the basic concept that I guess he can turn into an animal, I know nothing about the character. That's really all there is to know. Yeah, that's really yeah. There's oh, nothing okay. To know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he turns in, it's, and, it's, and it's basically any animal, right? He can be any animal. Is that right? Any animal, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty useful, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but Maui is uh, whatever the, the the only limitation was the budget of the show, yeah, right. which was not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Maui is kind of like the tick in that he's not the smartest and he's not the greatest at strategy, but he's nigh invulnerable, and uh, you know I could see Manimal turning into you know doing like that scene from Willow where he's just turning into. All kinds all right. of different animals, and and all of them just sort of bouncing off of Maui while he sits there eating a sandwich and giggling, and then he just uh, finally 
picks him up and tosses him over the horizon. So I, I got to give it yeah. to Maui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. Um, okay. That's a big thumbs up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can see right now we're going to have to put some... Uh... <laughs> oh, wait. Before we go any further, I would just like to say uh, if anyone is still scratching their head over what I said uh, when you introduced me, Sean, I thought we were doing magic versus science. And so that's why I threw out a little bit of the charm of making there. <laughs> and so... No, it's fine. <laughs> I tried to be clever and I ended up just sounding stupid. No, which is no, not never. Usual. That's, that's the title of my autobiography. <laughs> Better than me, that's the title of my sex tape. No! Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right. Uh, <laughs> I like that, yo. It's <laughs> going off the rails fast. Um, <laughs> Joe. Yes. Let's see. Oh, here's a good one. Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. For Fox. Versus Mr. Incredible, Disney. Hmm. I am going to say that I'm going with Deadpool just off the top. Just uh, my, my gut reaction is Deadpool because of the unstoppableness of uh, he he's just crazy. And, and Ryan Reynolds uh, as Deadpool, also crazy. And he, um, uh, he, uh, uh, the, I'm saying he, he would have no compunctions against doing whatever would be required to defeat Mr. Incredible up to like, he, he might endanger the incredible family and which would be awful, but (laughs) Mr. Incredible would never go that far. So I, uh, and, and, uh, Deadpool who, does not have, you know, as far as power levels. I mean, Mister Incredible's got him beat there, but right. Deadpool's got the got the smarts and the ruthlessness that. Um, I mean, Mister Incredible was almost defeated by some punk who was just a fanboy of his. Yeah. Well, he was a super genius. I mean, it well, was a, there is that. Okay, Mister Incredible was <laughs> he was he was smart. Mister Incredible was smart. I, I, that's one of the things I appreciate that he wasn't just. Big and strong, but he was, he was actually intelligent. That is true. That is true. That is true. But intelligent enough <laughs> to counteract. To yeah, exactly. That that's the that's that's the quandary. Uh, does how intelligent he was counteract the fact that Deadpool is crazy and and can regenerate and not be hurt by whatever. Uh, I mean, generally, what would not be hurt by uh, I'm 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 gonna my my gut says Deadpool, my heart says Mister Incredible, <laughs> my, my 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 gut says Deadpool. Now, right. which which Ryan Reynolds Deadpool are we talking about? The <laughs> real like Deadpool, the I, actual one. The chatty, now, if the, it was X Men, Merc with a mouth. Deadpool, yes, <laughs> Merc with no mouth. <laughs> if it was that Deadpool, then Mister Incredible's got it. No, yeah. no, no, no problem. All right. Um, okay. Actual Deadpool. After these messages, 
Hey, we're the Millennial Falcon Podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. We're hosted by Anya Crittenton, Hai Chen Bui, and Willoughby Dobbs. The three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes, stay for the snark and puns. And the friendship that lasts forever. Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things, but if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life. A little bit more geek in your week. Then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com where we talk about everything from movies and television. Comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com. Dot com. Back to you, Sean. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions had an echo and so much space. But when you're out there without curiosity, Sean. Yes. When I say Yoda, you say, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Yoda from uh, Attack of the Clones, spinning golden buzzsaw Yoda. Oh, good lord. CG Yoda. That would be, that's Yoda in his prime. Yoda in his prime versus Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, God. Not Michael Rooker or actual Mary Poppins. <laughs> um... Do I want to imagine Mary Poppins being killed? Well, Yoda wouldn't kill her because he's a Jedi. He's not going to kill unless he has to. And I don't see a Mary Poppins posing a whole before, lot of a threat. Before you, before you compose this battle in your mind, I want you to think about all of the things Mary Poppins does and can do. She can, oh, yeah, she, she, she can like manipulate the elements. Yeah. yeah. She's she's basically a Jedi. We just never seen her actually fight. Yeah, but indeed, she seems to have to control the universe around her. <laughs> yes, Yoda does have a lightsaber, and of course, a master of the Force. Um, and I think it, she would just spend the whole time correcting his grammar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's and that would be a big job. But uh, I can't really get going it because they're both they're both good guys. So I don't. It's hard for me to even imagine what they would be fighting about. <laughs> but Yoda uh, stop singing, you will. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking that uh, Mary Poppins could make Yoda go crazy by putting him into a big uh, 
sucking him into a big animated uh, <laughs> musical number with penguins and things like that, and he would uh, he would eventually uh, just give up <laughs> or join in one. <laughs> so or she'd uh, snuggle him and tuck him into bed. And... Yeah, she'd make him some hot chocolate and sing him a song and give mm, him a nice <laughs> I want to see him try to resist that and then just like focus his mind and just the, the world just shatters and he's back on the old streets of London. Do you, you are. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? It's like, well, let's see. <laughs> Tea and crumpets in England or a hole in the swamp. <laughs> I got to figure. Um, He's going to go with with <laughs> Mary Poppins tucking him in at night and singing him to sleep. <laughs> I think I'm a, if it were me, I think I would, put, I would make it a draw just because I don't see where where it could go but if i had to pick a winner i'd probably pick mary poppins because like i said she could she could create an animated fantasy around him that would just drive him crazy until he gave up (laughs) and we don't know the limits of mary poppins abilities we don't we don't know her origin (laughs) she is practically perfect in every way and yoda has been tested and so there you go yeah, yeah, and I, I think <laughs> you know you made the you made the uh, the competition of like T and Crumpet versus a hole in the swamp. I I think Yoda would be disturbed if he were suddenly transported to old England, but I don't think Mary Poppins would really bother. It wouldn't really bother if she was transported to the swamp. She'd just pull out a hanky and just sit on it on, on the logs. Like, well, what's <laughs> that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I Reaching think... her her endless uh, her endless suitcase and 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 pull out a a table and chairs. <laughs> and yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah. If I if I had if I'm forced to pick a victor, I would pick uh, Mary Poppins. I I think I agree with you. Uh, okay. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick. Hello. This one's for you. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. The FX uh, animated slash bumbling super spy Archer versus Baby Groot. Ooh. Okay, Archer is the dude that works at the kind of sort of Best Buy and got the thing in his head, right? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Archer. Derp. Archer. Okay. Yeah, that's show, I'm there. Man. I'm there. <laughs> Uh, what the hell am oh. I thinking of? What's the what's the name of that other show? Chuck. Chuck. Thank Chuck. you. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Archer versus Baby Groot. Oh wow. <laughs> well, huh. I mean, I, it, my initial instinct is is Baby Groot because <laughs> Baby Groot's awesome, but Archer always seems to bumble his way into surviving. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he gets blown to hell and beat to crap and all kinds of other metaphors for being horribly abused. And yet he he's always there in the office the next day with a highball. So, uh, but baby Groot, just his his main ability, baby Groot, is to just kind of screw things up a lot and ignore (laughs) what's going on. Um I mean, you know, the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is is just a stroke of genius. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. Um, I got to give it to Archer because I think 
I, I think Baby Groot just won't be interested enough in the fight to to care, and <laughs> like not even halfway through it, he'll see something shiny and wander off. Yeah. Archer would happily throw a grenade at Baby Groot, and Baby Groot <laughs> would hug it mm-hmm. <laughs> and play with it. I'm imagining uh, Archer talking and and baby Groot can only say I am Groot and they get into this whole who's on first <laughs> kind of situation that carries on for a while. Phrasing. <laughs> it's not phrasing. All I'm doing is saying I'm Groot. <laughs> Danger zone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright. Archer for the win. Uh was it Sean? I am here. Uh, we go. Jack Bauer, twenty-four. Yeah. Versus Baymax from Big Hero Six. <laughs> oh, <good one. laughs> uh, well, man, that's two totally different. <laughs> um, I mean, Jack Bauer never dies, so not. I mean, <laughs> He's like a cartoon character. Nothing can kill Jack Bauer. Uh, and he'll do any... He, he will go to any length to uh, to do what he's tasked to do. Uh, and Baymax is... I mean, he, he's like basically like a big balloon, right? <laughs> he is. He is. I'm, I'm, uh, you, can, you can give him his battle armor. Okay, because I, I was about to say, I mean, Jack's got a gun, so <laughs> if he if he pierces his uh his balloon, his uh, latex or whatever, <laughs> which he still could, I guess, because I think you know if 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 Bauer gets off an accurate enough shot, he could get between the the armor plating, and, and I think his eyes are uncovered, stuff like that. Yeah. I think I would have to. It's hard to say because Big Hero Six is a superhero cartoon, and Jack Bauer is supposed to be like this gritty, real world type <laughs> action show. So, uh, but I, I think I would have to go with Jack Bauer. Okay, uh, it'd be yeah. interesting because Jack Bauer can't fly, but you know, I think in the end he would uh, he would be the victor. All right. Any any uh, comment on that? Any questions? The other takes? Well, isn't isn't Bame, I, now? I, this is another one where this movie has been played a hundred times in my house, and I've only ever heard it because <laughs> I, I feel like making dinner, or washing dishes, or doing my other domestic god duties, and she'll be watching it. So I've heard it a million times. But isn't Baymax pretty much a walking first aid kit? He is. He, he like upgrades he, at the he, end. Yeah, yeah, he gets he gets upgraded to combat training. Oh, okay. That's actually a good movie. I mean, I, it's one of those that I sat down to watch it with my daughter when she was younger, and I really uh, found it very interesting as well. So I All recommend right. that one. Okay, Mister Rick. Yes, representing Fox, Caesar. The uh, super sentient chimp from Planet of the Apes, and we'll we'll go with the new version of Caesar, military okay. leader strategist from the latest film, versus Sully, the big hairy monster from Monsters Inc. 
<laughs> okay. Um, well, again, I have a, a, a sad confession that I have not seen the second and third Planet of the Apes movies. Um, uh, I thought you. I thought we talked about this. I know. I just haven't done it. I. <laughs> I haven't seen the third one. Yeah, I, I saw the first two, but it's not. It's good. It's not on the map. It's. It, it's not that I don't want to watch them. It's it's just that you know I was such a fan of the originals, and I I'm I, I know that the new ones are in a lot of ways vastly superior, but the the last twenty years has really done a number on my childhood, <laughs> and I think I may have reached a breaking point where I'm like just leave them alone, <laughs> do something new, leave my stuff alone, please. Um, <laughs> Yeah, those but, movies are kind of, they're, they're the movies that when I do see them, I'm like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. But then when the next one comes out, I'm not in any hurry to watch it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it just, eventually it comes on FX when I'm doing something in the house and I'll watch it and whatever. Yeah, and I, I didn't dislike the first one. You know, I, I enjoyed it. But it, yeah, there's just something and I can't quite put my finger on it. But for some reason, when I'm like, oh, okay, I need to watch something. Hey, Planet of the Apes. Now nah, let's just go fart around on YouTube for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, uh, so it was Caesar versus Sully. Um, well, Caesar can and does use machine guns and tactics and strategy, and Sully's just a big, cuddly, furry ball of blueness. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know... Sully's going to look at Caesar and go, boo, and Caesar's going to go, blow it. (laughs) Uh, And then he's just going to turn Sully into so much red riddled blue fur uh, in a pile on the floor. Right then. I don't disagree with that. (laughs) Yeah, that that actually sounds right. Uh, Let's see. I think this is the... Final match of round one. Um, <clears throat> the thing, uh, not the hand creature, not the, <laughs> not the shapeshifter from the Arctic, Ben Grimm, thing of Fantastic Four. And I almost want to say, like, I know these are TV movie properties, but all of them sucked. So if you want to go to the comics for <laughs> Thor, that's fine. Uh, versus... Wreck-It Ralph, the big <laughs> hulking behemoth, not too much bright, but very strong. Not too much bright is a wonderful bit of irony. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this for? This is this is you, Sean. Oh, okay. Repeat it. <laughs> I was doing something because I thought it was Joe's turn, and I was doing something. I wasn't really paying attention. I'm sorry. Not, this, this is this is this is you, right? Isn't it? No, Joe's after me. Oh, okay. So oh, is it Joe? So it is Joe's turn. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. I got so much to keep what? track of. Right. So Joe, uh, Ben Grimm, the Thing versus Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I I gotta go with my I I I I think it's the thing. I respect the destructive potential of Wreck It Ralph. Uh, he has well, gosh though he he has he has the angst, and Ben Grimm has tons of angst. 
uh, that's kind of his whole deal. Um, <laughs> but but Wreck It Ralph enjoys wrecking things. Ben Grimm is super into not doing that. He would rather just be regular old Ben Grimm, uh, who I I don't know what he would do if he wasn't the thing. Um, hmm. I want to say that. Oh gosh, but Wreck It Ralph. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. I'm gonna go with the thing because of not not so much experience level, but he he's a he's a um, he's got a, he's got a little tougher a tougher um, constitution, let's say, because Wreck It Ralph, except except for little Sarah Silverman, the uh, his 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 video game friend, he would have just given up, and the thing. Ah. Uh, the the thing uh, would would he he uh, has to walk around being the thing all day, so he's he's learned to pull himself up by his own bootstraps. So his own giant blue bootstraps when he wears shoes, which is not often. So that's, that's, that's an interesting uh, interesting take. I like it. <laughs> I'm I'm only thinking of the physical. You were thinking of their hearts. <laughs> all right. Round two. Tara says I like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so it's Rick, I think. Uh, right? I think it's my turn now. No, it's Sean. Okay, yeah. You know what? I'll just you guys just tell me who's up, and then because <laughs> I'm 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 not good at keeping track of that. So this is Sean. Yeah. Uh, Sean. I'm here. Jack Bauer versus Archer, animated spy. Oh well, twenty-four spy versus animated spy. Yeah, and the the thing the thing about both of these characters is that they both always win. So, <laughs> so uh, it usually takes Jack Bauer a little longer because it takes him the entire day to win. You know, <laughs> it takes him twenty-four hours to. to uh, but he also, he never has to go to the bathroom. He never has to charge his cell phone. Take a nap. Yeah, none of that stuff. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I loved uh, on 24, like about hour nine, Jack Bauer's like, what am I doing? Because <laughs> he, would, he would like, like I, I remember maybe it was season one or two where uh, it was like hour 12 and he just goes to sleep in the car for like yeah, I remember that. 15 minutes. That wasn't off. Fifteen this, sweet minutes. If this, uh, if that show <laughs> was about me, it would be called Six. <laughs> <laughs> because after about six hours, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to wind down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, I know my daughter is being chased by a, le- uh, a cougar, but I- I'm out. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, season one, uh, I believe. Yeah, that actually happened. It did. It did. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Archer because he has the advantage of being a cartoon so (laughs) (laughs) he can shake things off a lot quicker Uh, well he does get really hurt yeah but he also I mean and and also I'm kind of wondering how how human he is because doesn't he like isn't every season of that show like set in another time period and he's got a completely different job and stuff like that 
Not everyone, but the well, the last three they've they've shaken it up. Yeah. yeah, I assume season eight hasn't hit Netflix yet for some reason. Um, so that makes me think that he's got some kind of Doctor Who type powers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I would go with uh, with Archer on those two. Okay. All right, now seriously, you guys tell me who's up. <laughs> now it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's Rick. Yeah. It's Rick. Okay, um, Kato versus Tigger. Ooh. Well, <clears throat> I think I think it's going to be Tigger for the same reason <laughs> that that uh, the Fall Guy couldn't beat him because Kato will just kick the ever living crap out of Tigger and he'll just keep bouncing back. <laughs> uh, and we, we know that Kato can be hurt because, you know, he would always, uh, in, in most of your martial arts fights, there'd be like the fleck of blood on the lip and he would brush it off right. yeah. and then yeah. return to battle. But Tigger, he never gets injured. He doesn't, well, get, he doesn't get hurt, but he can, he can like get dizzy and fall down. Well, the thing is, the the only way to beat Tigger is to hurt his feelings and make him sad. (laughs) (laughs) And Bruce Lee never talks. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There you go. If it's just a matter of, you know, it's like fighting a punching bag or one of those clowns, you know, one of those inflatable clown punching bags you had when you were a kid. Yeah, those terrifying (laughs) nightmare inducing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you punch the hell out of it. It just comes bouncing right back and it's still smiling that terrible, horrible smile. (laughs) Uh, So I think I think that just Tigger's just going to wear Kato down. Right. (laughs) What is this world that we're in? Bruce Lee just got beat by a stuffed animal. (laughs) (laughs) Stuffed with rubber and springs. (laughs) Uh, okay. Who's up? That's uh, Joe. Okay. Joe. Mulder and Scully versus Caesar, Lord of the Apes. Ooh. First of all, Scully they, would they disbelieve. They may have actually an episode. <laughs> it may have been. Yeah. Scully would 100% disbelieve that the ape was talking. Right. Even though the ape would walk in to, in front of her face and say, I am a talking ape to Scully, she would say, well, I don't necessarily it's believe that this a, is a thing. Some kind of a group hallucination or something like that. Yes. <laughs> Clearly. Bad ventriloquist out there. <laughs> She's lo- looking, for the, looking for the wires. Uh, let's see. But military strategist plus... Ape strength and know-how. Oh gosh! Um, and and h- humans are terrible. And <laughs> I think we in the planet in the new Planet Apes movies, basically all humans are awful. They're, so they're pretty bad. Yeah. The, I was that, not rooting for humans in this film. Ex- so so Caesar is not inclined to think. Okay, well these couple might not be worthy of me sending my army of orangutans upon them <laughs> so <laughs> uh, which he could do he could do that um i'm gonna say that 
Mulder and Scully just get just beaten half to death and then have to be dragged out of there by the by ambulances at the end. <laughs> and uh and then Caesar would return to you know his his ape city and 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 Mulder and Scully basically would say, "Well, that that didn't go well." The end. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is like half of all X Files episodes, right? And, yeah. And well, Mulder we didn't find out be, who did it. The end. Mulder would just be really sad because he, he really, would. really wants to be friends with Caesar. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, dude, you don't get it. We would be so cool together. <laughs> if you want to leave Scully outside, that's fine. But just you and me, let's just hang out, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we go to Caesar. Uh, who is this for? Me. Oh, good. Excuse uh, me. Sorry. Deadpool versus Mary Poppins. Oh, God. Uh, Deadpool would not be freaked out if you pulled him into an animated world. No, he would, huh? he would probably, probably be it. there. He'd expect yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> He's already there. <laughs> right. He's um, like, this matches my mind now. I'd ha- yeah, that's that's Deadpool all the way. <laughs> like I said, unless I mean she has untold powers, but we've never seen her use them for any kind of defense or anything like that. So we've just seen her kind of just be awesome with her powers. <laughs> I think if she has a weakness, it would be extreme rudeness. <laughs> like if if. If Deadpool would just keep farting and not apologize, <laughs> she would just right. like, <laughs> <laughs> she just wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I would think I would give it. I, I would have to. Uh, he would probably. He would probably try to seduce her or something. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I think I would give it to Deadpool. All right. Uh, so Rick, the yeah. thing. Ben Grimm thing mm-hmm. uh, versus Maui from Moana. Ooh. That's a good match. Uh, I once read a description of the thing back. Y'all remember Dynamite magazine in school? Oh, yeah. Did y'all ever get yeah. that? Um, cool. One time they were talking about, they, you know, they always profiled superheroes. And one time it was, it was the Fantastic Four. And I remember there was a line in there about who was stronger, the Hulk or the thing. And whoever they were interviewing said, a nuclear bomb could stop the thing. If if you dropped a nuclear bomb on the thing, you could probably stop him with it. If you dropped a nuclear bomb on the Hulk, he'd catch it and throw it back. Um, So the thing (laughs) is pretty badass. Um, And Maui... Now he's nigh invulnerable, but I don't know. I don't think he could take a nuclear bomb to the face and walk away giggling. So I think that Ben would be, he would be reluctant, but Maui would just goad him on until finally it was clobbering time and he just pancaked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is going fast. I'm like, is that everybody? All right. Uh, okay, so I think we're down to round three already. All right. Um, Tigger Joe. versus Joe. Tigger versus Caesar. The ape. 
thought, oh my God, Tigger versus me. Uh, I picked Tigger. Here's what I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we get to the point where it's Tigger versus Archer because Archer would hurt his feelings. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I think I I, want to say Tigger and I'm doing it uh, because um, that that would just be cool. Uh, (laughs) Well, Tigger, we we haven't had Tigger fight anybody with a gun yet. Uh, hmm, hmm. He's got a machine gun. Like, I mean, <laughs> not, sorry, kids, but you know, <laughs> not to put an image of Tigger being mercilessly mowed down by an AK. <laughs> but I feel like Tigger. I feel like Tigger could. Uh, Tigger. Tigger is Tigger enough that he could just bounce around the bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he can, he can bounce. I don't know if he can bounce that fast, <laughs> like I... like a flash. He's, I love I love how Tigger has just become an, a noun, a verb, and an adjective, and an adverb. Yeah, Tigger's just so Tigger. He's just going to Tigger the whole situation. Exactly. Gonna Tigger, Tigger please. it up good. <laughs> Phrasing. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm going I'm I'm going I'm going with Tigger because uh, Caesar is, uh, uh, yeah yeah, Tigger. Going Tigger. Uh, it's getting down to the wire. Uh, Archer versus Deadpool. This is me, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd have to get Deadpool too. I mean, yeah. yeah. Does anybody disagree? No, <laughs> no. I don't see how that. Don't see that going any other way. All right. So now I have a choice. <laughs> I can. Hmm. So the three combatants that are left at this point are the Thing, Tigger, and Deadpool. And I'm going to try to decide who to match up first. Let's go. You know what? Let's do. Let's do the thing versus Deadpool. Okay. Hmm. That's probably actually happened at some point. Probably. Well, yeah. yeah, I think technically I think Deadpool has healed everyone in the Marvel universe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh foregoing that. We're going we're going movie versions. Uh and we can open this up to the class for group discussion. <laughs> I I think I think the thing gets it uh, because he may not be able to kill Deadpool, but he, you know, he could throw him into orbit, <laughs> just take him out of the picture for long enough. <laughs> yeah. Neither one of them can really permanently get hurt, right? Because both of them can kind of, well, the thing is kind of almost made out of rocks and, and, and uh, Deadpool can regenerate. Yeah, Deadpool's so regeneration is actually better than Wolverine's. Yeah, so I I'm, I would almost put that in a draw. Nope. <laughs> they can't do anything to each other. Nope. They don't have they don't have to kill them. They just have to win the fight. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I'm, I'm kind of I, I like the I like the tossing Deadpool into orbit idea. <laughs> <laughs> that amuses me greatly. 
right, throw so they could they could throw him into the negative zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then Deadpool would end up being the king of the negative zone. <laughs> All right. Because much... I mean, remember remember Deadpool fighting um, um, Colossus. Uh, Colossus, thank you. You know, he wasn't doing any damage to Colossus whatsoever. He just you know he eventually got away because he cut his own hand off. So you take the invulnerability of Colossus times twenty. And then couple it with just being this, you know, monster rock thing. Uh, uh, I think he yeah. just picks up Wade and tosses him away. Yep, yeah. that would count as a win. As much as I wanted to see Tigger fight Deadpool, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, so final match, Tigger versus the Thing. Oh, <laughs> this is this hurts my heart. Is <laughs> your classic uh, unstoppable force and movable object situation? Yeah, the tigger is a is a stuffed animal, so the thing would just rip him in half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually didn't think about that. You keep it is true you can come from stuffed animal, but I don't think of him that way. But yeah, he probably would. Although there was stuffing inside. Although, okay, Ben Grimm may have a crunchy exterior, but he's all soft, creamy center. He may take one look at Tigger and just start crying because who can beat up on Tigger from their childhood? Exactly. <laughs> and maybe he just sits down and starts crying and Tigger gives him a hug and they both go and decide to pick on Deadpool some more when they can find him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because because the more lighthearted members of the uh, Fantastic Four and their family would always cheer up the thing like the Human Torch and uh, Spider-Man, you know. Um, um, uh, Spider- <laughs> I love Spider-Man. the Spider-Mans. Spider-Man. <laughs> the, the Spider-Man. If you take out the hyphen, it's Spider-Man. Don't ever. Right. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the the Tigger Tigger's indomitable cheerfulness would uh, would um, counteract the thing's sometimes morose attitude. I think we have to look <laughs> now the thing in Eeyore, then you've got a competition. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I gotta say, um the 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 completionist in me is is not happy with that solution, but <laughs> the storyteller in me feels that it is correct. We've, we've had endings like this before. We huh? have. We have. Yeah. I, I, I can't say that it's wrong. Uh, I'll allow it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the, so much like in real life, the, the competition between uh, Disney and Fox ends up with a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're just over an hour. We're still good. We can still do another. Come on. I like it. <laughs> Right. How much more offensive can that thing get before the night ends? <laughs> I really should have previewed it. I, I, <laughs> it didn't have an audio I, thing. It I, just, I, I it just said it what like, the phrases were. It didn't I say how they like, said them. Like 15 <laughs> times and it didn't repeat itself. Wow, that's one ginormous like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's going to pretty much do it for this episode. Um, 
I want to remind you guys that by the time you hear this, we're in the middle of bringing you the remaining episodes of this season of Simply Syndicated's Discovery After Show. So you'll find that show over at simplysyndicated.com, uh, where we analyze each episode of Star Trek Discovery. So come on over and check that out. As far as this show goes, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict on the Android Store, and uh, also on SoundCloud. So subscribe to the show so that you'll be notified whenever new episodes are posted. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so that we can get the show in front of more people. Share our posts on Facebook and retweet them on Twitter so more people will see them. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can write us on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Cosmic Potato or email us at mail at CosmicPotato.com or send us a voicemail or a text message to area code 205-642-8380. Rick, thanks for being here tonight. My pleasure. Thank you. And Joe, pleasure as always. Always fun, good stuff. By the way, you got to interview uh, Wallace Shawn at DragonCon. I'm very, very jealous. Oh, cool. <laughs> so fun. So fun. I got to, uh, I got to ask him um, about Andre the Giant. He had an Andre the Giant. Well, of course, everybody who meets Andre, I'm guessing, would have an Andre the Giant story. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> but he uh, really enjoyed talking about um, his Deep Space Nine character. Oh, sweet. And, yeah. and, um, and about the, the principal on Clueless. He was oh, yeah. super into, into that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he, he was incredibly nice. He, um, he, he however, uh, his, his people, they asked me, that he, he didn't want to just say inconceivable. So I had to steer the audience away from saying that. So that was kind of tricky because it went like toward the end of the thing, some goob in the audience just yelled out, make him say inconceivable. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, I, I let it go and I, I didn't force him to do anything and he didn't say it. And I get it because I mean he's only been in eighty three other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I can understand that. So and he was, ha- had he been like a, a jerk, maybe I would have. <laughs> but he was <laughs> he was incredibly nice. So I I I I I I, uh, I, I did what uh, they asked me to, and I always, I would have. I'm I'm a professional, not really, more or less, but. <laughs> Professional's an attitude, so you are a professional, uh, well, sir. Well, thank you. Well, but 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, I was gonna. They they requested the thing, and I and um and I did what they asked me. But the the audience could have, and I get it. You you're there with a dude. You want him to do a thing, but because that's his thing. But mm, you know, it was it was it was an interesting quandary. But just the one person yelled. And nobody else did. So, and I'm, I'm hoping that at his autograph table for the remaining three days, he wasn't under siege constantly uh, for it. But <laughs> th- during that hour, totally good. Yeah, that that would be my thing. If I if when I meet a celebrity at, at these conventions and things like that, I just want to meet them. I don't want to have them perform for me. Say the thing. Just say the thing. (laughs) Do it. If you want to hear him say the thing, then go watch the thing. They say it all the time. (laughs) He says it constantly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, well, that does it for this week. Be sure to join us next week, same pod time, same pod channel on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say, uh, well, you know, uh, Stranger Things is nominated for a few Golden Globes, including the Golden Globe for Best Drama. And I do love the show, but the main reason I wanted to win is so that the presenter can say, this one goes to 11. <laughs> <laughs>